Hey, what's happening? It's me, Cannabis Industry Lawyer Tom. We're having a new whole year of cannabis legalization news. We're going to start off with the big story that ended out 2022. New York's open for business somewhat. Hey, Miggy, how is your holiday, man? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. I've, hopefully everybody out there is having a wonderful New Year as well at a great celebration. And thank you so much for tuning in for a whole new year of cannabis legalization news. Got a lot in store, a lot planned. Uh, let's kick off with the main title and then we'll get into the, the lead story of the week. New York, New York. What up, everybody? It's me. You can find me on Instagram at Cannabis Industry Lawyer, and that's Miggy. Don't forget to check him out and all of his dank ass memes at facebook.com backslash free THC. There's 381,000 people that have followed that, and uh, they can't be wrong. No. But, you know, hey, man. New York we're, here. Stuff? we're here for the laws. But yeah, what about this New York? I love that. I mean, like, so we're here for the laws. What time did New York start its sales? 4 20 p.m talk about walls right there out of the gondrepreneur graham abbott is reporting that's uh, so funny that, dude yeah housing works was the first licensed cannabis dispensary in new york opened its doors at 4 20 p.m on uh, it says three days ago so i'm assuming that's december 29th yes it's, december 29th it's kind of offensive dude you know what I mean? The fact that they gotta like make a thing of it, like 4:20 p.m. We're gonna open up. Like, well, it's it's also it's political points. And so, yeah, what did they say? Yeah. We are going to do adult use sales in New York in 2022, two days before 2022 ends. You know, it's like on 12:29 on they have their first sales. Well, in three days prior, they were just raiding uh, the, the uh, legacy shops, right? The uh, the brick and mortars that didn't move, that, that right. didn't play games. So. I, you know, it's not like I'm a, I'm a notion dumbass, dude. We talked about this two years ago. It's like, look, if you're not playing, if you're not, if you're already got the balls to be part of like that brick and mortar thing, why not be part of the legislation? Why not? Why not like take some right. of that money and get involved in the system with the life? You can't. Like, I, yeah, there's only 36 dispensaries that are open in the whole state. They were handpicked amongst justice involved individuals. Uh, you, you, you can't really get a license in New York for the grow license. You had to have been a hemp farmer for two years mm -hmm. for the retail license. You had to have lived in New York for over 10 years and be justice involved. There has not been. And I don't know if there ever will be an opportunity for an entrepreneur that's not special to uh, obtain a cannabis license in the state of New York. That's, that, that can kind of be applied to any state, though, right? Like, like no, I can't get a license in Illinois. I mean, I can buy one. That's it. I can't get one. I can buy one. Yeah. But, like, every state has a certain level of hurdle, and that level of hurdle is money. <laughs> well, it, yeah, there's New Mexico, and then there's New York, uh, two totally different systems where only special handpicked people in New York can get a license, whereas in New Mexico, everybody's special. True, but there's only so many land rights or water rights. So New Mexico is always going to limit itself, right? That market's going to cap itself, or rather, uh, you know, the 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 the, the in, people involved in the market, right? Whereas here, Washington, it's capped, uh, not organically, but something like that with the land rights, the water rights, that can organically cap the market, right? Right, so, and then with Washington State or with any state, I mean, like I'll ask uh, google how many breweries in a particular state and i'm like that's probably how many cannabis licenses they could also support uh and, and it's there's so many 
cannabis licenses that they could be supported out there. Hundreds, if not thousands, depending on how they do it. Um, you know, it's one of those deals where weed's better fresh. Weed's like coffee. You know, if you go and buy coffee from Starbucks, it sucks. If you go and buy it from a gas a gas station, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, if you go and you buy coffee from a local roaster who just roasted it on premises, it tastes better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that's, I can't do that. Like if I want to do that with weed, I have to grow my own weed. Well, for you to have an understanding too of what that plant tastes like and experience is like when it's that fresh, right? Like most people don't understand or have that experience. Most people from the legacy markets is uh, I just get what I get and I don't know the history of this product, right? Part of the reason why regulation is kind of a necessity, you know, for a consumer, mm-hmm. you know, this, you know. But the question when it comes to regulation is like, what things should be regulated? What rules should be created? You know, right. half of them are excessive. That are what about these rules here? And so, like yeah. the first New York dispensary, Housing Works, a charitable nonprofit located in East Village in Manhattan. Uh, and it is selling not just adult use cannabis products, also continuing to offer nonprofit services hmm. to individuals experiencing homelessness, as well as the formerly incarcerated and or justice involved. This is this is uh, kind of like, you know, professional wrestling that was choreographed. That was done. Oh, intentionally. Yeah. yeah. Well, the whole nonprofit thing kind of uh, uh, boggles my mind still how people try to wrap the cannabis into that. Like, you know, you have to be a nonprofit. You can't make money of this and be successful you know why can't people isn't like america like the whole capitalism part of it like the whole bootstraps thing is nope you, you know what I'm nope. you know, if you're going to approach something in its pure form rather you know well that's what it's supposed to be but again uh, america is also just about having a sure thing and it's golden you're not going to give it away for nothing so there's a lot of corruption that goes on with it um and that's it i mean like look at this this is a state of almost 20 million people uh 36 licenses are issued one is open that's it and and there they are at housing works well and uh, i'm wondering oh go ahead well i just was going to do quotes from the the mayor of new york city eric adams the opening of the first legal dispensary in our state right here in new york city is more than just a promising step for this budding industry it represents a new chapter for those most harmed by the failed policies of the past. The legal cannabis market has the potential to be a major boom to New York's economic recovery, creating jobs, building wealth in historically underserved communities, and increasing state and local tax revenue. So there it is. Uh, we have the new um, war on poverty being cannabis legalization, and uh, all of the people that are in the industry will be uh, people that were hurt by the war on drugs. I still think it's going to be kind of a smoke and mirrors because, uh, you know, we have a comment here where a person moved from New York uh, to Michigan or from Michigan. And Michigan know, has good weed. What's Michigan. the quality? Exactly. But that's, that's, that's the issue. What's the quality of the cannabis going to be in New York, right? New it's growers. not good. It's not yeah. good. First year growing outdoor. And then so like, I mean, sun-grown humble weed is beautiful. And oh, it's yeah. tasty and it's delicious and some of the best weed you can get. But I don't know about this uh, outdoor grown New York crop that was just done. Well, I mean, New York has vineyards, but the, the question is, you know, it's another plant. It's another thing that you have to to learn about. Right. Like good cannabis is something that I think the, the consumer in New York is going to lose out right now for a while because they'll be smoking mids at like high prices, you know, and whereas Michigan has a legacy market and a legacy consumer who know what they're smoking, you know, the. The patient thing is like good cannabis is good for patients, right? It's yeah. Well, 
Michigan's cannabis model was different than the East Coast cannabis medical model where they have the MMTC or the ATC, the treatment center vertically integrated, just got done with an Alabama application over the weekend. Uh, well, Friday they were due, uh, the first round at least. And so that was like Florida, which is coming up again. And Florida, $146,000 application fee. Wow. Yeah. But then like doing the Alabama application or doing a Florida application, it's like, no, you need $50 million. Well, <clears throat> no, no, like that's not me telling you that. It's like, look at the books. Like you're going to need $50 million. But at that $146,000, that's non-refundable too, right? Yep. Yeah. So who has that? Who has $146,000? Like, either way. Huh? Millionaires. Right. I was saying either way, whether it be a million dollar freaking barrier or whether it be $140,000, nobody has, except for people with deep, deep pockets. Correct. The people yeah. with the deep pockets are, oh, yeah, I tell you, finally, there's an upside for the wealthy people in the country. Hey, you can't, yeah. <laughs> the, you know? Finally, they get a chance. Yeah. <laughs> finally, the wealthy landowner gets uh, the upside on this. Amazing. Right. So neglected, haven't they? But you know, you know what's fucked about this whole like prohibition and whatnot. It's the next story that we're about to talk about in Kansas. Oh yes, and then if you haven't checked this out, you should. Uh, maybe we'll put a card up in the corner over with the CLN logo. Uh, we can do a card for the video that Miggy did on this. He did a deep dive in uh, this uh, story out of Kansas, and so because it's out of Kansas, we should. Do we have any of those uh, sound effects that just do the wah wah? Oh, It'd be great Jesus. if we just had the wah wah sound effect, you know. We do have um, this bumper for technical difficulties that has a pretty good. Did it? Did it not? Did it not work? I think somehow the we were able to talk over it too. So um, that's very weird. Yeah. You have to understand, I am on a three hundred dollar Chrome station from HP that only has four gigabytes of RAM, uh, and also uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, I am no longer on my Mac because I am in the basement. Why well, you coming in good? And I think it's the streamer being like whatever new to. But yeah, so we have this patient in Kansas who, uh, and a, you know, follow up is uh, the charges were dropped. But this person was a patient, a dying patient, and it seems like patients are low hanging fruit, right? When it comes to this crime thing. Like, why? <laughs> Who are they protecting? Who are they saving? And uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, but definitely check out that. Uh, you know, I, I also talked about another depressing story that happened um, a while ago about a gentleman who was a veteran that was beat up for uh, uh, supposedly marijuana DUI. So, hmm. um, yeah, crazy shit. And then my wife, my, my internet was lagging, too. So I think it was all my tabs at the time. Well, yeah, and that's that's one of the deals where when i get into the new studio when it's built and like you know with the contractor that i've had they gave me like a two or three month quote two or three months ago and they still haven't given me a quote for the build out and i'm like oh dude i'm practicing in a basement come on you know you're doing all right though man oh it's gonna be nice when we have the new studio office uh open and then when that's open for business the channel is gonna go uh, in new places because then i get to hire an associate to help me do the work Nice. as well yeah well and then uh uh that takes time you're, you're building out just just like policy and all this other shit that happens around us everything takes time right mm -hmm. like we got this uh fda officials say that uh hemp and cbd regulatory plan is months away as it carries out marijuana scheduling review let's hope so as the food and drug administration carries out the scientific review into how marijuana should be uh federally scheduled 
Top officials at the agency say that they're months away from releasing a regulatory assessment for hemp-based products like CBD. But let's just take a little second there to unpack what this means. This means that the President Biden directed uh, the FDA and HSS to study cannabis and determine where it should actually be. Uh, on the scheduling charts. Uh, and unfortunately, what that means is that using this CBD regulation as a guidepost, uh, CBD has been federally legal for four years. Donald yeah. Trump signed that 2018 farm bill into law to open up the government on or around December 29th of 2018. Maybe the some, maybe it was 22nd, I can't remember. But uh, after that four years, the FDA has still not issued guidance regarding the regulation of CBD. And I, I think that is that what people are fearing about or, or perhaps what they want when it comes to like just overall cannabis, right, with THC is some sort of sweeping like descheduling or something and then let the rules fall in place afterwards, because essentially that's what's going to have to happen. Uh, no. And so I still think it's going to be schedule three for five years and then figuring out regulation and eventually descheduling. And after the FDA recognized, and so schedule three is a tricky thing as well. Descheduling was less tricky because then the FDA doesn't have to regulate it and create cannabis medicines. Uh, if you call it a schedule three drug, then the FDA does have to create all these cannabis medicines. And so maybe they could give like uh, cannabis some type of exemption, kind of like how they do for uh, new foods and stuff that existed after 1994. So you get grandfathered into like one of these, I think it's the uh, Food and Drug and Cosmetic Act of 19 something or other uh, that that helps regulate a lot of those things. But the nutraceutical industries, they, okay. they use that loophole. Interesting. Yep. We'll see if that's what happens. It may not be. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're still so far away. I mean, what, four years ago, Schumer had something soon? Yeah, right. But they uh, in this story, they have some quotes from Mr. Woodcock. Uh, Woodcock, who's who's he? Oh, that's right. FDA principal deputy commissioner Janet Woodcock. So she's a woman and has a Woodcock. Uh, two other officials have been steering the cannabis agency's policy. Patrick Cornier and Norman Birnbaum. And so they're discussing next steps. Woodcock has a quote. Given what we know about the safety of CBD so far, raising concerns for FDA about whether these existing regulatory pathways for food and dietary supplements are appropriate for this substance, Woodcock said. And I would say that it's not appropriate because, no. uh, well, it was in it was in the food supply of everybody until 1937. And this this new drug ingredient I could go do like a deep dive on this, but the only people that would care are people that are making like uh, edibles. Sure. Uh, and and it's one of these laws, it's federal, it's on the books, I think from the mid nineties. And so if you were a novel ingredient after like 1994, if you were in the food supply prior to 1994, and then all the data from CBD is that we knew that it existed since like, the early 1940s when it was the first cannabinoid isolated oh, yeah. and discovered. And then, you know, for the thousands of years that cannabis was used as a, uh, a medical treatment. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. It, I mean, you're you're definitely on point as far as like, you know, this this plant that was at least one point in part in the pharmacopoeia, right? Like it was uh, as natural or, or or normal as like uh, lavender for like relaxing. You know, it was just another herb. You know, but uh, some. Somehow, you know, in the, the great brilliance of humans, we've been able to uh, create penalties and, and laws against this plant that has done, the law has done more damage than the plant, right, to, mm -hmm. to, to our society and whatnot. But uh, uh, 
hopefully uh, the rules catch up, right? Like, it's so weird that this thousand-year-old plant that's been manipulated, right? So if you think about, like, the origin of hash, hash being, like, the oldest concentrate that we know about. And I was just thinking about the other day in this medical market here in Washington State, what I was able to witness when it comes to, like, the cannabis and culture and whatnot was the evolution, like, of people with, like, PhDs going into the industry with, like, biochemical engineering degrees who figured out how to do that, how to extract and turn into, like, isolates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, have you seen the, uh, the little, like, uh, THCA crystals and all that? You know, I've, I've dabbed those. And, you know, everybody has their, like, preference for whatever they like. I, I'm always a whole plant person, you know, but people like their little, like, terpene cocktails and whatnot. I'm not here to judge or kink shame. You do you, but this plant is an amazing. you say kink shame? I'm That's saying the word of the day, everybody. If you guys had kink shame, don't forget to smash those likes and also press the subscribe button because uh, Miggy brings the kink shames. That's what he's yeah, right. here for. Hey, uh, speaking of kink shame, we have uh, an article that features Cher. Uh, and so uh, we won't be kink shaming her, but we do have an article about her and uh, Willie Nelson's tour bus. Cher says there's drugs everywhere and Willie Nelson's tour bus, and it smells exactly like marijuana. This is out of Piapple Magazine, which is the incorrect pronunciation of people from an episode of Family Guy. So if you enjoy Piapple Magazine, also smash and likes. Cher spoke about Nelson with Kelly Clarkson, who is, I'm assuming, a disabled panhandler that has a show, who recalled getting a contact high after spending time on the Country Icons tour bus. Drugs. I mean, it smells I like exactly like, like drugs. Why does it got to be like that, though? Why did you guys say drugs? It's just weed, lady. Yep. <laughs> she says, oh, my God, I've been on Willie Nelson's bus. Share 76. That's what I like about Piapple magazine. It always tells how old the Piapple are. Uh, oh, it smells exactly like marijuana. It's so I mean, it's kind of a lame article, like unsurprising, duh. But then like you're also like share. I can imagine her tour bus is full of like pills and booze. You know. And young men. That's all right. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, rich and famous. And right. 76. And she's been out. on Willie Nelson's bus, by the way. You know, I mean. How old is Willie Nelson? Like 110. 110. Pretty close. 89. Still oh touring. Expect him to be on tour until we get the bad news that he's passed. And, and then, like, I still want Willie Nelson's to be cremated so that everybody can get a contact high. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. I mean, yeah, I try, he's got 10 more years at least. I'd like to be fertilizer, dude. It's a good one. Put me in my little plant and then smoke me up later. Oh, there's a Chillinois podcast. Hey. Uh, you know, you guys are going to want to check out the shows we'll be dropping next week. We're going to have Cole Preston from Chillinois on. And so, uh, we, after we get done with the news summary here, we're going to go record those and we'll be dropping them next week. So, be sure to check them out. Yeah, it's a new year. We're trying to get more content. I got a couple of things I'm trying to figure out and get mine mm. up. Well, you know, I did. I bought Creator U, and so I'm going to move all the stuff that I have on Cannabis Consulting Online into that format over the course of the next year. That's kind of my goal for this year is to do that. Mm. Uh, but Creator U, just, they tell you the algorithm. They say, how do you go after it? And so, you know, it's it, provided that I can get an, an associate that can help me with the workload. And I'll be like, you don't know how YouTube works, do you? No. Do you know how to file a brief? Yes. Great. Okay. Uh, and, and so I can, I can give them a little work. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. one thing at a time. The first, my office needs to have a door. You don't have a door? No. 
I have an office that has no doors. If that's something that blows your mind, you should know that it is 20 past the hour, which means that it is 420 somewhere. We will be right back after this break from Collateral Base. Hey, man. Do you need to talk about your cannabis business in 2023? Then head on over to our Calendly page. You can find this down there in the description uh, because we have a link to our link tree. And then you can go to our Calendly page and book some time with me. You can pick my brain. You can learn your next steps or you can have a whole hour of power, which is just an hour long consultation. What up, Chad? What up, Chad? Chad's in the house. I just saw Chad. Chad, you guys got to go check out Chad on uh, Mr. Growitz podcast, episode 97. He's talking about dense buds. I got to check that out this morning. It was friggin' sweet. So go check out Chad Westport on uh, Mr. Growitz. I think it's from the Garden podcast. He does such a great job on his content. Oh, yeah. He's also part of the Future Canvas Project, right? Uh, Chad? Yeah. Chad's also yeah. part of the FCP. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I, I, I appreciate have a big I'm a big fan of growers. You know, I'm like. Like back in the day when you you only knew like Jorge Cervantes, dude. I always thought he was Hispanic, you know. No, but like I thought it was a like, fake name, right? Well, it is. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing, right? You had to like do that back in the day. You had to like have a pseudonym. I mean, and then one day when the, the world kind of changed, and I, and I, and I you know, because uh, Chad had him on a show before, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, big fan. Johnny Green knows him. They hang out, whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah, but like I always. Uh, Early high times, man. You know, before the internet, that was the only way you heard about weed stories and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. You could not of- just be like, you could not go to Google. A didn't exist uh, before yeah. 1998. And then also, uh, and be like, hey, how do I grow weed? That was tough. Like right now, you might not know it, but uh, I am sitting on the Grow Bible from uh, or, uh, Ed Rosenthal. And the reason for that is because of the, um, the new studio rig that I have here. This, this is short and I'm at a, bar but we do have some better news than my uh, silly rick uh snoop dog is getting into the cannabis game again uh snoop dog's death row records is set to launch its own cannabis brand came out on thursday december 29th as previously reported by afro tech the rapper and a serial entrepreneur that's right he has his own serial uh mm. went from initially signaling the label to owning it and he's thrilled that uh, the opportunity to acquire this iconic, culturally significant uh, Death Row Records brand. No, that's he. Op- he bought Death Row Records in yeah. February. Yeah. yeah. So now, uh, after his first year of ownership, not even coming in 2023, the first drop is set to be in limited edition commemorative metallic bags, featuring the iconic hooded prisoner figure sitting in an electric chair, invented by Thomas Alva Edison to put Tesla under the bus. By the way, that is the electric chair. We are living in a crazy country. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just saw uh, this place rolls on HBO. It was awesome. Yep. Well, let's, but, uh, let's check it out on Instagram, on IG. There it is. Ultra exclusive. Coming only for the most. I mean, I really hope his weed don't suck. Country. Well, well it's it. not his weed. Come on. It's a grower well, in California that has like a, a deal with him to be his cultivator. Right, but I'm saying I, this 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 uh, announcement doesn't get excite me. You know, as far as like it's just another celebrity smoke brand or whatever the case is. But especially from somebody who is like that is their image, right? Is smoking like I do whatever, like a Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. I believe Wiz Khalifa is part of his uh, you know gardens that he's in. You know, hands on type shit. 
Whereas Snoop, this is just going to be an investment, and I really hope it's not shit. I really hope they come out okay because other it says a well-known West Coast cannabis grower is going to be managing the plants. I hope so, man. I hope it's because I just see a bunch of fanboys buying it. If 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 it doesn't, you know, if it's not quality. Well, the other thing that sucks, of course, is that you can't buy. It. Like I was able to find some Yingling beer because they distribute it in Indiana, but not mm. in Illinois. So over the the Christmas holiday, I had to go to Michigan where I bought a whole bunch of weed for only $84. And then, uh, and it was better than the weed you can buy in Illinois by a wide mile. And uh, it was great, but you know, it's not as great as this next article uh, that we have. This one, I think we could even do a quick bumper for, because it's like shit that you weren't expecting. I didn't think I'd read this headline, but it's 2023. Okay. Oh, there you go. F man announces his 2024 presidential bid. <laughs> you good? Oh, you're mute. You're on mute. You got a mute. Yeah, I see a little circle slash on your on your screen. Look at your little on your. There you go. Nice okay. Product. There you go. You're in. Yep. I uh, we've learned something today. We cannot <laughs> share. I can't share my my screen very well. I I'm just absolutely killing this Chrome station with just a measly paltry four gigabytes of ram i really they don't have an eight gigabyte i wish they had an eight gigabyte but uh yeah don't forget that afro man that is the og afro man on instagram go follow him this might be a tweet but uh, he's got one hundred sixty-eight thousand followers and he is pledging his allegiance to his fellow american that he is going to be running for president there's a lot of people still mad about him, mad at him for when he punched that woman coming on stage. But, mm -hmm. uh, it was pointed out to me though, like as you're a performer and you're on stage, like you just got you know fear people as a threat, you know. And I guess that's kind of an excuse, but I mean, I, I mean, it's not. He's not. I think he's probably okay. You know, you know, he got raided by his local freaking uh, in Idaho, Ohio, where he's at. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Well, man. Uh, I'll try to do this one last thing and then we should wrap it up. Okay. Why don't we play some name that strain? And uh, I, uh, do you have your computer? You had a computer? You just, yeah. All right. Well, can you hit the bumpers then? Cause like my shit's jacked. No, I got you, man. Let's do a little, yeah. Yeah. I forget that you're, you know, and I don't use a mouse. I need to get a mouse. You don't use a mouse. No, I'm, I'm still, I just use a touchpad. I'm, I'm lazy. Huh. All right, where are we at here? Here we go. Oh, there she is. There nope. she is. That's <laughs> what we're playing for, everybody. And doesn't that look like it has some purpling going on? That is Ooh. definitely some purple genetics and the density of the buds. I think uh, Chad Westport, who's watching, could give us some, some history on dense buds and the indica plants and those cushy ones. That's It looks like that, you know. Dude, I got a question. Because, like, I mean, this one seems like, a, I guess, organically grown. Yep. Do and maybe Jack can even say type in, but like the whole PGR thing, how do you recognize what a freaking PGR bud looks like? It, you know, I heard it makes it denser, but I'm, I'm just not sure. Is that something? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to recognize PGRs. I've, I, if I could pull up the, I can go give you a tour of the, uh, the garden. I flipped those ones last week, and so that's it's doing all right over there. We have some Willie Nelson that we popped and some uh, lemon amnesia. 
And then we have uh, Limelight and Flower, another GDP clones and Flower. And uh, what's the other one? It's like Grape Afghani, which I really can't wait to see that one start. We got, we got a lot of purples uh, in the suggestion, but I would say uh, no. It's a hybrid. This could be oh, yeah. This one, uh, it's, it kind of reminds me of the, the look of Slurricane, but it's not Slurricane. Uh, it, it actually has uh, some, you know, uh, the parents of it. This one is would be gassy or garlicky, uh, at least. Uh, and there you go. And so it's one of its parents, by the way, is GMO, speaking of garlicky. Yep, yep. And fortune cookies. And fortune cookies are its parents, yeah. Cross between GMO and fortune cookies. Some of you Canon nerds will definitely get that. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is surprising. I mean, yeah, I knew a meta guy at one time uh, back in the day. Uh, I know three letters. Uh, that Because uh, uh, when you had to take the weed to the store and sell it, you know, to the grow, you know, mm-hmm. I had a couple, I was an intermarry person. And uh, uh, I saw the guy, when he gave me the bag, put some other stuff in it. And so when I took it to the bud store, to the bud tender, the dude actually called it out. He's like, hey, this one's different than this one. This one looks like this. And I was like, holy shit, you called it out. That one, I'm not sure what it is. But, oh, we got a little close, close. That was really there. close. Yeah, it's not cookies, but uh, GMO. I thought even GMO. I thought as like one of the cookies parents behind it, and then Fortune Cookies is one of it. It's I actually got one percent CBG, and this sucker can test up to twenty eight percent THC. We got a. Uh, I love this guest right here, just because I, I love the name, the G thirteen. You know, and it's not it. No. Like, you know, are you familiar with the uh, the like the 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 lore behind G thirteen? It was in a movie 20 years ago called um, American Beauty. Whether or not it's real, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's the, the story consistent to what I've heard is that, you know, government weed. And actually, uh, the story I heard, too, was it belonged to UW about here, and it was used for cancer research. But uh, as I inquired, I never found anybody to verify. Well, I think we've made them uh, struggle long enough. That, what you are looking at right there, is garlic butter. And so this garlic butter strain from oh, Leafly, there, there it is. Somebody's got a garlic butter. That it's an indica dominant, as you can see from its uh, morphology right there, and it's uh, dense trichromes and it's purpling. Uh, garlic butter is an indica dominant weed strain from a genetic cross between GMO and fortune cookies. And it can go up to 28% THC and 1% CBG. Uh, it has, let's look at its flavor profile. Garlic butter features flavors like butter, nutty, and blue cheese. Grody. Uh, the dominant terpene in this strain is, interestingly enough, after that uh, flavor bo- uh, uh, profile of butter, nuts, and blue cheese, limonene. That got to be wrong. I mean, I, I don't see how limonene would come up in blue cheese. I never, like, smelled blue cheese and thought, oh, boy, lemons. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what's funny now is I, 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 when I really enjoy uh, the, the bud smell, the terpenes, is when I use my grinder. And it's, it's kind of, mm-hmm. I feel like I like, like a salmon yank when I... You know, because you get to, sometimes you don't even get to put your nose close to it. You're from a distance, and you can smell that, like yeah. the the lemonines and the, you know, that's a good one. Huh. Yeah, uh, the ones that you can't even see through. But yeah. I got uh, oh, that, it still smells great. Uh, but I have the GDP is almost ready for trimming, and then I bought these big Grove bags. So like they're gallon sized Grove bags. We're gonna try to jar cure it in Grove bags this time. See how it goes. Right on, dude. Right on. And if you guys want to keep right on, 
we're going to be back on, uh, we'll probably drop this Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're going to have a couple of them because we're going to do a deep dive into Illinois' next cannabis dispensary lottery coming uh, next month. So get ready for that stuff. And then uh, we're also going to just shoot the shit with uh, Chillinois and see what they've been up to, what their plans are for 2023, and talk with Cole. So we'll be dropping that 420 somewhere later on this week. And hopefully you guys had a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. I know yeah, I'm ready to get back to it. Wonderful and safe. I hope you guys are safe. It's been a crazy yeah. weather out there. So Yeah, we had the crazy weather here in the Midwest last week. It sucked. It was like negative a million, and then today it's 40. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Fucking New York, dude. People were dying three days ago, and then they sold yeah. weed the day after. Like, well, you know, priorities. I was just saying, like, the weather, too, the way it shifted, because it looked really nice the following day. Like, it wasn't, like, how do you go from negative to, you know, what the? There's ways. Climate change ain't real, man. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to tune in next week when we will go over all the cannabis news of the week. And if you want to talk with us, <laughs> We will talk to people that super chat us or that are members of the channel. Uh, we can see you guys on the live chats. And so as a result of that, we'll be making sure that these other episodes that we'll have this week will be coming out as premieres so that you can join the live chat. Hopefully we will see you in there and we'll see you next time when it is 420 somewhere. Peace out, everybody. Please.